Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today we have an entitled parent story of someone calling the cops on someone that was just trying to help. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, kicked out of flat, now being demanded to reconsolidate. Hey all, I was lurking on the sub for quite some time and decided to share my story. Little backstory, my parents separated when I was 3 years and my sister 8. From that time, SD was not really in either of our lives as he moved to Capital City. This divorce was expected a long time from mom's side of the family as SD was abusive to my mom and sis. SD popped a couple of times during the time leading to this events. Surprise visit or me and sis coming to him. My mom did an unbelievably great job raising me and sis as a single mom, even though me and sis were constantly fighting. Fast forward to the time when I was 19 and found a job in Capital City. I moved out within a week, which was hard on my mom and surprising on my sister. She always said that I would live with my mom until my 30s, but honestly I needed a change in my life as I felt stuck in one place with no direction. I moved into a flat with my friend and lived in the flat for almost a year. After some time, I started to look into places closer to my work as it was almost two hours of commute which honestly sucked. I told my flatmate that I'm looking into something closer to work and within a few weeks, one of our friends was living with us. The flat was two bedrooms, two toilets and huge living room with kitchen. I wasn't on the lease and finding a flat was quite challenging as a single male so I called SD and asked if he doesn't know about someone who's renting. He proposed that I move into the flat he's living in and I can stay at his as long as I want. So I did. Upon moving there, I found out that it was not his flat but his colleague from work. Luckily the guy was super chill. I was paying rent, utilities and food. After a few months, end of winter, I moved in at the start of it. SD came to me and said that I had to move out because he cannot bring witches, not just some chick but paid escorts slash prostitutes into the flat as I am there. During my stay there, he was getting his son, my half-bro, every second weekend, as his baby mama kicked him out of the flat. As I had quite a lot of colleagues and an awesome boss, and with some sheer luck, one of the colleagues' mates was looking for a flatmate. I moved out a few weeks afterwards, saying, if witches are more important to you than your son, this is the last time we speak. I went low contact with SD, and after a few months, he started blowing my phone up. So I just put him on block, as my sister did a few years before me. Lo and behold, his side of the family started to blow my phone and social media that I should pick up his phone and speak with him, except my uncle, his brother, and his wife. They have two boys and those sneaky little guys love me for some reason. I reply to his sister that he has no idea what happened and I strongly suggest her to leave it be. Yet she ignored my suggestion and doubled down using her mom to do the same. So I cut them off as well. All was quiet for some time, but as 2020 rolled out of the window, I got a call from my sis that SD showed unannounced at her work. She lives and works 150 kilometers from Capital City and demanded her to apologize for cutting him from her life. As you can imagine, my sis ripped him a new one and sent him packing. Afterwards, she called me up and told me what happened. I was flabbergasted to say the least. 
I was working in corp office of one of the known giant internet-based enterprise selling basically anything. I had a gut feeling that he would try to show up at my work as well as he was working in public transportation, and it's possible that he saw me getting out or in at a stop really close to my work, and yup, it happened. One lovely day I got a call from reception that someone came to see me and if I could go down. I asked who it is and they said it's SD. So I just laughed and told them that I don't want to have anything to do with him and he is bothering them to call the police. In that time I had a view of the entrance and I could see how ticked and angry he was and I just laughed. He waited for two hours for me to get off work but sucks to be him. I was working for another five hours so that wasn't happening. During the time as I stated above, I was in contact with my uncle and I was spending some quality time with me with them and the boys during a few days over the years. After a few years, I landed a new position in the company and was about to be relocated when I bumped into his ex. I was always on good terms with her, and we just started chatting. He told me that he started dating a lady 15 years older than him, and they're planning to buy a house and all that. I just left as I know I would be quite a distance from them. After moving and spending half a year in the new city, I moved to the same city as my sister lived in. I had to go on a business trip abroad for three weeks. During those three weeks, I wrote to my cousin and asked him if he knows if SD would be at his mom's place, as I decided that the only victim who's suffering from this is my grandma who does not deserve that. He told me that SD is working the whole week, including weekend, so on my way back, I decided to surprise visit my grandma and his sister as she lives with her. I showed up unannounced as my cousin didn't spill the beans of my plans. Grandma was super happy that she saw me after well over 8 years and I had a talk with my aunt. I told her that I'm willing to talk with her, but she needs to stop putting her nose where it doesn't belong and keep it shut from SD and she agreed. We talked, including grandma, for almost 8 hours and I had to leave. Fast forward to the beginning of 2023 where my uncle had his 50th birthday and I decided to surprise him with my presence at the party and a bottle of his favorite rum. I called his wife and asked if SD will be there, and she told me that they're out of the country, and she'll keep my visit secret, not to spoil the surprise for my uncle. I also checked with additional members of family from his side to make sure, and it was true. I followed through and showed up at his birthday party, and you could see how happy he was that I was there. As we started to drink and smoke cigars with uncle quite early, alcohol loosened up his tongue, and he told me that SD tried multiple times to convince him to call me up for a visit, and SD would be waiting there to confront me. But uncle straight up told him to shove this idea up his butt as he didn't want to destroy our relationship that we have because of his and his son's sake. During the party, daughter of SD's soon-to-be wife showed up. I didn't know her and she didn't know who I was. No, we're not related whatsoever as she's older than me. And as the party was going to end, I took a bottle of rum and went to the garden. To my surprise, she showed up and after half an hour, we hooked up. In summer, I took three weeks of vacation and decided that it's time to finally change my last name to my mom's maiden name as a big fat line from SD. Well, my auntie, uncle's wife, wasn't happy saying, what would grandpa think? But I reminded her that he is long dead and his point of view would be irrelevant either way. SD did not try to contact me, nor my side of the family, which I am grateful for. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. And I feel like I'm starting to finally live without the need of looking behind my shoulder. Admittedly, this story was a little bit hard to follow. It kind of bounced all over the place from situation to situation. But what I got from this was their father or stepdad, I'm assuming, is and was not a good person. OP clearly and justifiably feels that way. And also, did they technically hook up with their stepsister? Just putting that out there, food for thought. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy these stories of entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my mom caused a massive fight over her wanting to go out for lunch, and it might be my fault, but I can't be sure. This is probably really petty, and that's fine. You can say so because I, 15-year-old female, don't even care at this point. Two days ago, we were at home and then my mom came back from her doctor's appointment and randomly said that she wanted to go out for lunch. Thing is, we already had stuff cooking and it was almost done and it would have been a waste to not eat it, except none of us wanted to say anything about it in case she made a big fuss over it. So she asked us whether we want to go out for lunch and me and my siblings, 18 year old male and 13 year old female were like, sure, if you want because we didn't want to make her think we didn't want to spend time with her. And then she asked us where we want to go, only we don't really have any preferences since we don't go out too often and don't mind what we want to eat, so we said, wherever you want. But then me and my dad pointed out that we have chicken wings in the air fryer already cooking and that it would be a waste if we didn't eat them. Note that she already knew that we were cooking lunch by the time she got back. She kept making suggestions about where we could go and then kept asking us where we wanted to eat, to which we replied, we're fine with anything, but she still didn't choose a place. I told my dad really quietly, I think she really wants to go out but is being indirect about it. Why don't we just choose somewhere random and eat there and eat the stuff we're cooking for dinner? 
but she must have thought I was making a rude comment or something because she demanded, What did you say? I said, oh, no, I just thought you really wanted to go but didn't want to say in case we didn't want to and suggested that we just chose somewhere and go. Then she got mad and started yelling at me for whispering behind her back, which I will admit is probably kind of what I was doing, only it wasn't intended as a snide remark, but she took it as one. Then she got really mad and started saying stuff like, Oh, this family is so ungrateful because the kids never appreciate anything we do for them, and if you don't appreciate us trying to do something nice for you, then freak you. This isn't the first time she's used swears on us. My brother was in his room when he heard the freak you, and he came outside and asked her what she said. Then my mom said, I just said if you don't appreciate what we're doing for you, that's fine. And he said, no, not that bit, the last bit and she wouldn't tell him, and started telling him off for pressing her when she didn't want to talk about it. Later, when I thought she wasn't in earshot, I pulled my brother over and told him what she said, because I knew he wouldn't be satisfied until he knew. Note that I didn't realize she could hear me, and this was probably a stupid thing to do, but I was already annoyed at the time and didn't think it mattered at that point. Not when everyone was already annoyed too. After that, my mom started going on and on about us not being grateful and being rude and stuff, and started asking my dad why he wasn't defending her. Then the whole thing escalated into a massive argument between them, and in the end, my dad went out to go somewhere quiet, while my mom and brother had a conversation about the whole pressing her for the F.U. thing. Once my dad came back, everything was okay for a little bit, but then my mom wouldn't talk to me for some reason. At that point, I was still ticked at her, so I didn't really care, and didn't think anything of it. I think this bit was my fault, but anyway, then yesterday my dad called me to the kitchen, and told me that he wanted me to apologize to my mum, and still being annoyed, I just mumbled that I was sorry, even though I didn't intend for her to hear the whole, it was F you, and didn't intend to make any snide remarks either. Then she wanted me to come over to talk about it, and I just went over, but I think she could tell that I didn't want to talk about it, and started lecturing me on having bad attitude, and how I probably wasn't even sorry in the first place. Truth is, I was kind of sorry, but I didn't want to let her know, in case she thought that it meant none of it was her fault in the first place. She started calling me wicked. We are Christians, so that's probably why, and said stuff like, How could you have so much evil in your heart? And, I couldn't even imagine doing that to my own parents. Of course, I didn't want to apologize after that since she was making a bigger deal out of the situation than necessary. My dad came to my room to talk to me after a few minutes, and I was already a mess by then. And at that point, I was so angry that I told him I wasn't going to apologize if she was going to act like that. I think apart from the attempt at an apology, I said like three words to my mother the whole day. I still haven't said anything, and I'm not going to because then what will likely happen is that she will likely think she got away with causing a fight. Side note, in all my 15 years, I haven't actually heard her apologize to anyone once. This morning, my dad told me that I had to at least start talking to her by the 9th, because that's when we're going on holiday. He said, I had to be a good daughter and be nice to her since she's my mother without giving any other reasons. Personally, I do not think that this is a good reason to let her get away with anything because being ejected from someone's loins does not qualify them for unconditional love. 
He then threatened me with making me stay in the same room as her on holiday if I didn't at least say something to her. That's basically the end of the rant because I don't want it to go on for too long. I might post an update if anything happens. Thanks for reading so far, and any advice is also appreciated. This is definitely showing major signs to me of some kind of emotional abuse. I mean, the fact alone that you get to a situation where they're suggesting going to a place, and everybody's reaction immediately is to go, uh, yeah, I'm totally cool with that, where do you want to go? I have no opinion that could possibly upset you or charge any situation. The fact that OP has so many layers they go through before making a decision or a response, saying, I don't want to apologize because I don't want to give her validation that everything's going to be okay and stuff like that, definitely seems to me like some level of abusive situation. Our next story is, Mom hits my leg with a hanger because... Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Because I asked her to put my blind down. Today around 8 a.m., we had some maintenance guy come in to do some work around the house. And even though my sister was meant to be up to receive him, both my mom and sister slept through his knocks. I somehow woke up to it last minute and rushed to open the door and proceeded to stay up for another hour while the dude did his work. We previously planned the night before that we were going to the cemetery today to see my father's grave. I was up a little early and I was feeling very sick. I'm also on my menstrual cycle so cramps were unbearable. I then went back to bed to catch up on some sleep and I was barely slipping to sleep when my blinds are fully pulled up in an instant. My windows are very big and the way my bed is faced, the lights directly hit my eyes. I also have weak eyesight and bright lights put a lot of pressure on my eyes. Well, knowing this fact, she pulled the blinds to the tippy top. I calmly asked her to put it down and she started to shout and scream how I never get out of bed etc. Mind you, I'm still half asleep and couldn't process a word she said then. I asked her to put it down once more, and she pulled it down by an inch. My window has got to be a good two meters. I didn't shout or scream and just said, please put it down, didn't you hear me? So she puts it down another inch. This is where I get frustrated because I know that her actions were particularly planned to agitate and trigger me so I can leave the bed. So I whined and said, can you close the blinds? My eyes are hurting. And she proceeded to grab a nearby hanger and whack me in the feet with it. Any person being hit by a hanger would know the excruciating pain if it hits your toes or fingers. I yelled out in pain and in a state of anger, I told her I won't go to the cemetery with her. I go often by myself, but I really wanted to go with my family until she pulled this crap. Like I said, I was feeling sick since the morning and the cramps hurting, but I still wanted to go. Her behavior just reminded me about how she emotionally, verbally, and physically abuses me and my sister since my father passed six years ago. Needless to say, when she grows old and gray and if she finds herself in a scenario where she needs a little bit of assistance, that person she was there blinding and whacking with hangers left and right, doubt that person's going to be there to help her. Our next story is, help me, is my dad holding our relationship hostage? 
Here's my situation. Help me understand because I'm feeling gaslit big time. I, 30-year-old male, have one older sister, 35-year-old female, and a dad, 70-year-old male. My mom passed away about 15 years ago. 10 years ago, I decided to go live abroad with my then new wife. My sister lived in that country for 3 years with her husband before I arrived. Dad remained back home. Ever since I arrived, my sister has been horrible to me. Yelling at me in public for getting lost in a busy mall, using sarcasm to answer me, implying that I don't know what I'm talking about, and the backbreaker was when I was still staying at her one-bedroom flat, she was telling me a story about her friend that she got mad at, and she gets upset about something I said that she misinterpreted. Yeah, you do have a bad temper and stormed off to her room, slammed the door, didn't talk to me or my wife that night, and didn't talk to us the next morning before heading to work. I then told my wife we're moving out, we'll find another place to stay in. That was about 9 years ago. Since that incident, our relationship has been really rocky. I've had kids, she got divorced, I tried getting closer to her and she continued being hurtful. I.E. yelled when I didn't hear what she said in a phone conversation and hung up on me. I showed up the next week to help her move and we both pretended nothing happened. Just a few weeks ago she got disappointed in my communication when I was trying to organize a trip for all of us since dad is coming to visit. I hung up on her and didn't call back, she hasn't called either. Enter dad, who hasn't arrived yet but through phone calls admits that she is in the wrong but wants me to call her first. If I say no and try to justify my situation, he threatens that he won't come. I ask if he had the same conversation with her. He says no. This has been a theme for the last 10 years. Sister gets mean. We disconnect. Dad agrees with me but asks me to call her anyway. I call and we push everything under the rug pretending that nothing happened. I stand my ground this time and say no. He then threatens that he won't come, that I'm a bad brother, and hangs up on me. The irony. I feel that he's holding our relationship hostage. Either I do what he wants, or he won't talk to me or visit. And I don't understand how I'm always asked to be the responsible one. I admit I've got a chip on my shoulder and maybe should have thicker skin, but this is a buildup of years of insults, and I'm feeling like I'm owed a huge apology that I just never seem to get. I've got enough patience with my kids. I like to think that I'm not the dad he is, and I don't have any more patience left in me for my sister or dad. If you ask me what I want... I want to get away from both of them. I don't think I'll ever get better treatment from my sister, and I want to cut them off from my life. But the kids deserve to know their aunt and granddad. What do I do now? I think it's time for OP to lay down some boundaries that are clearly expressed to these people and enforce them. Tell the dad that if he still wants to be a part of the family and see the kids, he needs to get the sister to give in. Ultimately, if they can't show any sign of improving and it's just going to be this way going forward regardless, I don't know if you really want to subject your kids to that anyways. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Calls the Cops on Me for Helping Her Son with His Gym Gear. This is a long one, so buckle up. For some context, I, 15-year-old male, am a member at a local boxing gym in my town. The gym hosts a program where kids come over every other day to train and learn the sport of boxing. I typically go to the gym twice a week, so I don't usually see the group train. On this day though, I missed a day at the gym due to being out of town, so I figured I would go today and work out while the group trains, I start doing stretches to get loose, and here comes the entitled kid, who looked to be about 10 to 12, with his mother, entitled mother, scurrying across the martial arts mats which prohibit shoes. 
The pair scurry up to the coach with entitled parents' designer purse hitting a few kids as they pass by. This is the conversation that I heard between the coach and entitled parent. The entitled parent said, Hi, my son's here for the boxing group. Today is his first day. The coach said, Okay, great. Can I get a name? They say, Don't you have his name? I already signed him up. The coach says, I just want to make sure he's on the list. She sighs loudly and gives entitled kid's name. They say, okay, let me get him some wrist wrap. As I was stretching, I could see the kid struggling to put on his wraps. I love helping kids, so I called him over and helped him put on his wraps. I said, okay, there we go. Are they too tight? The kid said, no. I said, are you sure? The kid says, no. I told him that if he needed any more help, he could come find me. About five minutes later, I hear entitled kids sobbing and crying. And not even 10 seconds later, I see entitled mother stomping toward me with a side eye that I couldn't take serious. She said, excuse me. I said, hey, what's up? She said, you hurt my baby. I said, I'm sorry? You put my son's wraps on too tight. Keep in mind that I asked entitled kid if they were too tight. I said, I'm sorry if I did, but I asked him if they were too tight and he said that they weren't. She says, do you work here or something? I said, no, I'm a member here, and so are all the other kids in the group. She says, how dare you degrade my baby? I said, what? You are trying to make my son feel like he doesn't belong. At this point, the coach hears the entitled parent going off on me, so he comes over to see what was happening. The coach knows me very well as I used to be in the group, and I was sort of like a hype man to the others. Coach says, what's going on? The entitled parent responds, this jerk hurt my baby. The coach said, what? He tried to make my son feel like he doesn't belong here. I say, all I did was help him put on his wraps. She replies, and they are too tight. Look how tight they are on his wrists. Coach responds, actually, that's how tight they're supposed to be. I add, and I even asked him if they were too tight. She says, you know this is assault, right? Both of my parents are lawyers, so I know a decent amount about the law as I've been taught about it. I said, miss, helping your son with his gear is not assault, nor is it illegal, so stop accusing me of stuff that isn't true. If you would like me to fix your son's wraps, I am more than happy to adjust them to his liking. She said, how dare you disrespect me, I'm calling the police. I said, go ahead, call them. At this point, a good amount of people are recording the situation, while my coach and I are giving each other that, what the heck is wrong with this lady, look. Entitled parent is casually dialing 911 while entitled kid is giving me a smug look. When the cops get there, entitled parent starts sobbing saying how I assaulted her and entitled kid. The cop says, okay, so what's going on? She says, this kid just assaulted me and my baby. I reply, I just helped him put on his wraps and she storms up to me saying that I hurt him and that she's going to call the cops on me. The cop gets everyone's names. The coach says, I want her out of my building so she doesn't cause more of a disruption to my training group. The entitled parent says, what the heck? I paid to be here. I am not going to leave until the session is over. As entitled parent keeps complaining, she is dragged out by the cop while sobbing how she knows her rights and that we'll be sued. And I never heard anything else about it other than the fact that she was fined like a thousand dollars for trespassing. The worst part of it all was that I never got to finish my workout. Maybe they included a trespassing charge, but I'm willing to bet a decent amount of that $1,000 fine or whatnot was probably for dialing 911 for something that wasn't an emergency and misappropriating resources. 
This next story is My Entitled Aunt E. I have many stories I can share about my aunt, but that'll come. The first one will be about a time when I was younger and she did Christmas shopping for my grandmother. So the people in the story are Aunt E, grandmother, me, and my brother. So my grandmother was sick that Christmas and she couldn't go Christmas shopping, so my Aunt E did it for her. The thing about my Aunt E is that when I hit the age of, I believe, between 10 to 12, she wouldn't buy me things I wanted. She would only buy me things that she thought were age-appropriate. So when I wanted Shopkins or Barbies or toy cars, she got me perfumes, nail things, makeup, a razor one year, which is nothing I was into. My brother and I were both into this series, and they had action figures of it. Keep in mind, my brother is five years younger than me, so my aunt bought my grandmother's gifts, and there were two figures from that series. So my grandmother, being forgetful, figured that she would give each of us one, not remembering that the figures were bought for just my brother. Come Christmas Day, we opened the gifts and I got so excited seeing the figure, only for my Aunt E to say, no, that's your brother's, and she pulled it from my hands and gave it to him. That was hurtful, and I've never forgotten that day, honestly. That was my first time noticing things about my aunt, as my parents never wanted to say anything. But my aunt is horrible to my grandmother, as she's done some things that are worse than this. This is just where I'm starting with my posts, because this situation had hurt me. She could have talked to my grandmother later instead of pulling a toy from a child's hands. A child who is obviously excited to get it and giving it to another child. That's not fair. And that's not how someone who's a trained ECE should act. If anyone has done that to her son, she would have flipped her lid. Her son can do no wrong. I hope this belongs here as she's an entitled parent, but this is more about what she's done to me. My question is, was it something that Aunt E bought? Or was it something from another person that Aunt E just said, no, that's your brother's, and took it away from OP and re-gifted somebody else's gift? Because if that's the case, that is seriously messed up. It's still not great if it was a gift that was meant for the brother that OP just opened up and was excited about, but in general her whole behavior was pretty darn disgusting, and especially when it gets to the point of her buying OP a razor as a gift. How can you as a parent sit back and not do anything when a family member gifts your kid a razor to try to advertise to them to start shaving. Especially when surely you know your kid is not at that point in their life, they're still wanting to play with Barbies. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.